opportunity to be here tonight. We do thank you. That, Father, you are uh, concerned about each one of us. Father, we thank you that you're willing to forgive us. Father, we fail you so often. Father, just be with Pastor tonight. Be with his throat. Just give him healing. Father, just help him as he preaches. Father, may we have hearts that are receptive to your word tonight. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 18, and let's read verses 1 through 4. Matthew 18, 1. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called who? A little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is what? Greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So, excuse me, no one is too little or too young to be great in God's eyes. No one is too little or too young to be usable to God. So in the, verse 1, when the disciples came to Jesus with this question, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, I'm sure they were shocked at his answer and his illustration, choosing the little child and then talking about humility. You know, you think about it, one of the greatest acts of healing in the Old Testament was because of the faith of a little girl. Notice in 2 Kings 5, 2 Kings 5, the faith of a little girl. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and we'll read verses 1 through 8. <clears throat> 2 Kings 5, 1 through 8. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master, and honorable, because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was what? A leper. <clears throat> and this, the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife, and she said unto her mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with a prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. And one went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to, go. And I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver and six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now when this letter is come unto thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman, my servant, to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. And it came to pass, when the king of Israel had read the letter, that he rent his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive, that this man does send unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. And it was so, when Elisha, the man of God, had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So you think the king of Israel, I mean, he's thinking, he's thinking this other king wants to fight with him. He doesn't have faith, but this little maid, 
has faith. Oh, if my, if, uh, my master were with the prophet in Samaria, he would be healed. Great account. Notice in, in Luke 4, Jesus refers to this miracle here. In Luke chapter 4, in verse 27, this great miracle which was wrought from the faith of a little girl. Luke 4, 27. Jesus said, And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Eliseus, the prophet, and none of them was cleansed, saving Naaman the Syrian. So many lepers were in Israel. None of them were cleansed. Why? They didn't have faith. But this little maid, which is taken captive to Syria, this little Jewish girl, she has faith. And so this great miracle, Jesus even refers back to that great miracle, all based on the faith of a little girl. So no one is too young or too little to be usable to God. The, the faith of this little girl was the responsible for a great, great miracle. And then we think about Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah was called of God to be a prophet, but he thought he was too young. Jeremiah 1 and verse 4, we'll read 4 through 7, Jeremiah 1. And then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I, what? Am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. So Jeremiah thought he was too young. God said, don't say that. I have a message for you. I want you to go speak to those people. So you think of the size of the book of Jeremiah. It's one of the longer books in the Old Testament. God had a lot to say through that young man, Jeremiah. So, so no one is too little or too young to be usable to God. And number two, no one is too big or too old to be usable to God. Notice in Genesis 17. Genesis 17, from one end of the spectrum to the other. Never too young, never too old to be used of God. In Genesis 17, and let's read 15 through 17. And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. And I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face, and what? He laughed. And said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old? And shall Sarah, that is 90 years old, bear? If you are 100 years old and your wife was 90 years old and God came along and said you're going to have a baby, would you laugh or would you cry? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but they laughed. Sarah ended up laughing too in a little bit. Um, so Abram's 10 years older than 
Sarah. And notice in uh, chapter 18, Genesis 18 and verse 9, we'll read 9 through 15. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah, what? Laughed. When Abraham first heard it, he laughed. When Sarah heard it, she laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure in my Lord being old also? And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, I, Shall I of a surety bear a child which am old? Is anything what? Too hard for the Lord? Nothing is too hard for the Lord. Whether, whether you're young or whether you're old, nothing is too hard for God. At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but thou didst laugh. So God started a, the whole Jewish nation through that couple, Abraham and Sarah, through a couple 190. So no one is too big or too old to be used of God. Um, notice in Exodus chapter 7. Exodus chapter 7, when we think of Moses and Aaron, um, they were not young when God called them to lead Israel. Exodus 7, verse 7. And Moses was what? Four score years old. So a score is 20. So four 20s is 80. So Moses was 80, four score years old, and Aaron four score and what? Three years old when they speak into Pharaoh. So Moses is 80, his brother is 83 when they go in before Pharaoh to speak to him to let the children of Israel go. So they weren't too old. And then you also think of God used Jacob then through his life well, actually came the 12 sons, which would be the 12 tribes of Israel. Let's look at his life for a few minutes. Genesis 47. Genesis 47. Let's look at some uh, things here about the age of Jacob that maybe we don't often think about. Um, Genesis 47, 28. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 17 years. So the whole age of Jacob was 140 and seven years. And then he, he dies. But, so 147 when he dies. Um, he lived, it says here, verse 28, he lived in the land of Egypt 17 years. So if he died at 147 and he had lived there uh, 17 years, how old was Jacob when Joseph had him come down. 130 years. 130 years old. Um, so, and that agrees with chapter 47, verse 8. 47, 8. Verses 8 and 9. And Pharaoh said unto Jacob, How old art thou? Now this is when Joseph brought his dad in before Pharaoh. 
So Pharaoh said unto Jacob, How old art thou? And Jacob said unto Pharaoh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are an hundred and what? Thirty years. Few and evil have been the days of the years of my life been and have not attained unto the days of the years of the life of my fathers and the days of their pilgrimage. So he comes in before Pharaoh and Pharaoh asks him his age. He says, I'm 130 years old. Uh, we just read the other scripture that he dies at 147. So he was in Egypt 17 years. So when he comes into Egypt, he's 130. Um, then if we go to chapter 41 <clears throat> and verse 46, now we need to try to figure out how old Joseph is. Uh, Genesis 41, 46. The Bible says, and Joseph was what? 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went throughout all the land of Egypt. So when Joseph is brought forth from prison to interpret Pharaoh's dreams, he's 30 years old, right, at that point. And at that point, then the interpretation of the dreams is seven years of great plenty and then seven years of great famine. So, verse 47, Genesis 41, 47, And in the seven plenteous years the earth brought forth by handfuls. Then you look in verse 53, Genesis 41, 53, And the seven years of plenteousness that was in the land of Egypt were ended. So, <clears throat> Joseph at 30 years of age is brought before Pharaoh. So there's seven years of great plenty. So we're at the end of the seven years of great plenty. So how old is Joseph? 37 years old. Verse 54, And the seven years of dearth began to come, according as Joseph had said. Um, then, <clears throat> if we go to chapter 45, chapter 45, now we're jumping ahead where his brothers have come, and he's going to reveal himself to his brothers. This is the second time they came. So Genesis 45, verses 4 through 6. Genesis 45, 4. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near. And he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. Now therefore be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves, that ye sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. For these, what? Two years hath the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in the which there shall neither be earing nor harvest. So <clears throat> when his brothers come down and he reveals himself to his brothers, and this is the second time they've come, so we've, he's been through seven years of great plenty. He says now they're only in the, the two years of famine. So if he was at 30 years of age, brought before Pharaoh, interprets the dream, the great plenty, he was 37. So now we're two years into the famine. So how old is he? 39. Joseph is 39 at this point. And his dad comes down to him. And once again in chapter 47, verse 8, 47, 8, and Pharaoh said unto Jacob, How old art thou? And Jacob said unto Pharaoh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are an hundred and thirty 
years. So you've got, this is the same, same point. Um, his dad has come down with his brothers. So at this point, there's five years left. So Joseph is 39 years old right now. And now we're told we match it up when dad goes in before Pharaoh. He says he's 130. So Joseph is 39. His dad is 130. How old was Jacob when he had Joseph? 91. Have you ever stopped and think of that? Jacob was 91. And he would go on to have Benjamin after that. So, you know, often we think about Abraham and Sarah. <clears throat> He's 100. She's 90. But when Jacob has Joseph, he's 91 years old. I'm not sure how old he was uh, when he had Benjamin. Um, so he, he was right up there. Okay. Um, so if you look in chapter 37, Genesis 37, 3. Genesis 37, 3. The Bible says, now Israel loved who? Joseph, more than all his children, because he was the son of what? His old age. He really was the son of his old age. And he made him a coat of many colors. So he was 91. And uh, so when we think about no one is, is too young or too little to be used of God, and no one is too old or too big to be used of God. And so as we see here, just think about the, the testimony we leave behind. Abraham and Sarah, although they laughed, uh, Hebrews 11 talks about their faith. Uh, they believed God. And then you come along with Jacob. He's 91 years old, and still he and Rachel have had no children between themselves. Now, the handmaid, but not, no children yet. He's 91 and hasn't given up on God. And as I said, they would go on to have Benjamin as well. So it just makes me think, what about our testimony? We may think, oh, I'm too young. No, no one's, my life doesn't affect anyone. I'm just too young. You know, people are not watching me. I'm, I'm, I have no effect on them. Ah, but we do. And sometimes, the older we get, we think, oh, what does it matter? You know, young people are, you know, they got places to go and things to do. When uh, we think, oh, I don't have any impact. But you think about it. The impact, Abraham and Sarah and their faith. And then you, you come along with Jacob. At 91, he has Joseph, a precious son. And then you go to the New Testament in Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. And you think of these great examples that believed God, whether young, Jeremiah, he thought he was too young, but he still obeyed the Lord. God used him. Um, in Luke chapter 1, verses 5 through 7, Luke 1, 5 through 7, there was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abiah. And his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Excuse me. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. 
and they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren. And they, were, they both were now, well, what? Stricken in years. And you, so you think, if you go to verse 13, Luke 1, 13, But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for what? Thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall what? Bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. We find out that it was the lot for Zacharias to be offering the incense. And this incense, if you look at the book of Revelation, the incense goes up with the prayers of the saints. And so this time of incense was a time of prayer being offered up. So the people are praying without. It's Zacharias' turn by lot to go in and offer the incense. And what is he praying in there? Well, the angel said, Thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son. He was praying for a son. They both were old. Uh, his wife was barren. But what, what examples did he have? He had the example of Abraham and Sarah. He had the example of Jacob and Rachel. Um, and so... Let's, let's not discount it. Let's just faithfully serve the Lord by faith. And we never know whose life our lives may impact. We, we just, we never know. Um, so no one is too little or too young to be used of God. Remember the little maid in Naaman. Naaman. Uh, remember the little child that Jesus sat in the midst of the disciples. I'm sure they thought it was going to be one of them. It was a little child. Jeremiah preaching. He wasn't too young. And then those who are up in years, Abraham, Sarah, Jacob and Rachel, Zacharias and Elizabeth. I pray that God would give us a, a vision. Where there's no vision, the people perish. I pray that no matter our age, we would say... Hear my, Lord, use me. More than anything in this life, Lord, I want to be used of you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that the scriptures have all these examples of the little, the young, and the old. Those that would have been thought impossible to have children, and yet you caused them to. And those children were a great blessing to many others. And I pray, Father, that we, like Abel, would leave behind a testimony that would yet speak, even after we are gone, if you tarry your coming, <clears throat> I pray that we would have a testimony that would encourage others to say, Here am I, Lord. Please use me for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's turn to 106.